Hi everyone, welcome to Of One Mind Podcast. My name is Jessica and I will be your host for all upcoming podcasts. I'm so excited to be starting this today. As many of you know, this podcast is going to be a faith-based podcast, which will be biblical encouragement. Um, We're going to be going over Bible stories faith-based topics, questions. I definitely want to be answering questions in future episodes. There's a lot I want to be going over with you guys and in this podcast and through this podcast. I'm so excited to see what God's going to do because I know I myself have been discipled through podcasts and through different people, through sermons, through through different teachings. So I'm so excited to, to be doing this. And I know you guys are here today because you are also looking to grow in the Lord and learn more about Him and just dive deeper into His Word. And I'm so excited to be able to do that with all of you. I just want to quickly start off with Jeremiah 29 11, which says, I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. So I wanted to start the podcast off with that verse because I know many times we as humans think that if we get closer to God, he's going to ruin our plans and Um, If we get closer to God, God, we're going to have to change our life completely and we're going to have to give up all the things we like and it's just going to be terrible. Um, That's actually not the case at all. He has great plans for you and they're good plans for your life. I've just noticed that's a huge misconception within the human brain and just like within our own thoughts and our own doubts is just thinking that our plans are better than his when in reality our plans cause us a lot of damage sometimes. And actually, most of the time, when we go about our plans and when we go doing things our own way, usually it brings some sort of consequence or some sort of pain or hurt or or we realize we were just wrong about what we thought um, was best for us. But Jeremiah 29, 11, the Lord tells us his plans for us are good. They're plans to prosper us, not to harm us, and plans to give us hope and a future, which is everything that we're looking for as humans. We want hope. We want a great future. We want to be prospered. Um, We want safe and good plans for our life. Those plans are only found in the Lord, not in our own will. With that being said, I want to introduce myself to you guys really quick. For those of you who don't know me or just maybe you follow me on Instagram, I know most of you came from my Instagram. I don't share everything about myself on there. I do share a lot, (laughs) but not everything. So I just want to give you guys a little introduction to who you're listening to, who is the host of this podcast. As you guys know, my name is Jessica. I'm 24 years old. I am a makeup artist and content creator. I've been doing makeup artistry since high school. I used to do all my friends' makeups for prom and homecoming and all like the dances, which was so cool. So I've been pursuing makeup since then. And I think my love for makeup actually started at a really young age. I used to watch my aunt putting on her makeup. We all lived in the same house, so I used to watch my aunt putting on her makeup. I'd literally run to her room when I knew she was getting ready and she had somewhere to go because I loved watching her apply her makeup and just like the whole transformation I thought was so cool and I was like dang she looks so pretty honestly I think that's where my love for makeup started and I am a content creator on Instagram and hoping to expand to TikTok 
soon. <laughs> I am from California. I was born in Los Angeles, literally in the city of Los Angeles. I was born in a hospital there. So that's a little fun fact about me. I am Mexican-American and I am so, so proud to be both Mexican and American. I do speak Spanish. Um, a lot of people tell me when they hear me speak Spanish that I sound whitewash, but again, I am Mexican-American, so I'm pretty sure that's just me um, growing up here in California. It's the American accent that I have when I speak Spanish. Unfortunately, I wish I didn't have an American accent, but I'm also so happy that even though I do speak Spanish with an accent, I am able to speak it fluently and I'm able to have a full-on conversation in Spanish. Um, there's very few words that I have trouble saying and I am able to full-on understand every single word in Spanish. So I think that's such a huge blessing and I'm so happy to be able to do that and most importantly about me i love jesus i just love him so much he is my purpose in life he is everything to me absolutely everything and when i say he's everything to me i mean he means everything to me i live my life for him my main goal in life is just to honor him and love him and abide in him and i just hope that at the end of my life when i do get to meet him and i do get to see him face to face i can hear the words well done my good and faithful servant like I live for that that is my ultimate goal in life but yeah that's a little bit about me I also want to share a little testimony a little bit about my faith and how I came to God and all of that good stuff so a little bit about my testimony um, I don't have a grand testimony the way I know many do which I think is so beautiful um, when I hear testimonies of people that were in drugs or just had such a powerful testimony. I don't know why drugs is the first thing that came to mind, but you guys know what I mean. Like those really powerful testimonies where God just like transformed their life radically and like did such amazing work in them. I think those are so amazing and so beautiful. But me, myself, I actually don't have a crazy testimony. I was raised in a Christian household. I grew up in a Christian household. My grandpa was a pastor and missionary so i think his prayers my grandma's prayers have played a huge part in who i am today both my parents also instructed me at a young age to believe in god um, my mom always prayed with me every single night every single night before bed she would tuck me in we'd pray together we would pray the lord's prayer in spanish we would also pray psalm 4 8 in spanish so I know those prayers by heart in Spanish and they're so special to me because like I said, I grew up praying those every single night before bed. So I definitely grew up believing in God even though I didn't know so much about him and I didn't really at a young age comprehend all of it and who he is like altogether. It wasn't till the age of eight or nine, I would say, that I received Christ and like really believed in him. I remember being at church and they explained to me that he died on the cross for everything I would ever do wrong in life. And I was like, wow, like someone really died for me. And that was Jesus. And I was taught that way that he loved me so much enough to die on the cross for me. And of course, as a child, I didn't understand the depth of Jesus. Like I said, his whole being, but I did believe in, in the sacrifice he paid for me on the cross. And 
it was with childlike faith that I believed. I genuinely believed. I remember being taught and I remember like believing it. I remember like, yes, like, wow, there was actually somebody that died for me and I truly believed it within my heart. And honestly, since then, I think I've always had really strong convictions of like what not to do or like I would say also like the groups I hung out with growing up in elementary, middle school, high school. I always had like conviction of what to stay away from or like what to not entertain. I think a big part of it is also my mom's instruction, her raising me up in a way that was honorable to God, her instructing me, her speaking to me, and her teaching me right from wrong was also a huge part. But I genuinely believe the Holy Spirit would always convict me at a young age. But yeah, ever since then, I had really strong convictions and I think the Lord really kept me. I would say I was baptized around the age of nine or 10. And one thing that's so special to me is when I was little, I remember going to church and listening to the worship songs in the main sanctuary. I didn't like going to kids class sometimes because I really enjoyed worship in the main sanctuary where all the adults were. And I was also really shy as a kid. So that's another thing. I just didn't like going to kids class because I was so shy to like talk to new kids and just make new friends. But that's besides the point. Um, I really enjoyed going to the main sanctuary to listen to worship. I remember reading the lyrics on the screen. They always had the lyrics on the screen. And I remember reading how much he loved me in those worship songs. And I remember reading that he died for me and paid the debt for all the things I would do wrong. As a kid, I would literally cry during worship. It really moved me to know that someone loved me that much. And every single time I'd cry during worship. <laughs> One of my favorite worship songs as a child, another little fun fact was Mighty to Save by Hillsong. If you guys remember that song, it's an awesome song. I still love it to this day. It brings back so many memories of me being at that church and just worshiping to that song. I would say I didn't go deep in my faith till high school. I would say high school is when I really understood what it meant to have a relationship with God, what it meant to dive deep into his word, to study his word. I began to understand more about theology, um, morality, the gifts of the spirit, um, the fruits of the spirit, all of that deep stuff. I would say I didn't understand it till high school. But yeah, ever since then, I've followed Jesus to the best of my ability. I won't say I haven't stumbled or strayed away because there have been times that I have. But even with straying away and sometimes doing my own thing, living in my own will, I can say that I've heard his voice. I've heard his conviction through it all. I always felt God tugging at my heart during those times and telling me, Jessica, like there's so much greater for you. There is a way that is so much better and that is my way. I can say that God never let me go through those times, the, the times that I did stray away and the times that I was not walking in him. He never once let me go. I really heard him through my sin, through my own will. I could still hear the Holy Spirit speaking to me and, and tugging at me and drawing, trying to draw me in. And this isn't to say that you should go sin because God will still be with you. No, it's to say that he's so good. He's such a loving father, such a good God that even when you do fail, even when you are struggling with your flesh or, or just not walking in his ways, he is after you. He loves you so much that he, he's 
pursuing you. He loves you so much that he's trying to bring you back to him, bring you back into his ways, which are good for you and aren't harmful to you. So I'm so thankful that we do have such a loving father that he loves us even through our sin, even through our mistakes, even through our failures. He's just so good. He's such a great God, such a loving God, such a forgiving God. And he's truly the greatest friend that we could ever have or ever ask for. Okay, so that was a little bit about me. So now to finally get into the good stuff, which is today's podcast topic, which I'm sure you guys know already by the title. So I wanted to go over why I named this podcast Of One Mind and how that's biblical and why it's so important to be of one mind. So I named this podcast after two verses, which are in the book of Philippians, the first one being Philippians 1.27, which says, Only let your manner of life be worthy of the gospel of Christ, so that whether I come and see you or I'm absent, I may hear of you that you are standing firm in one spirit, with one mind, striving side by side for the faith of the gospel. Philippians 2.1-3 says, Therefore, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from his love, if any common sharing in the Spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being in one Spirit and of one mind. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of others. So both of these verses go over being of one mind, being like-minded, being in one spirit. And what it means to be of one mind is basically to just be in agreement. And as believers, we go about our lives being in agreement with so many different teachings, so many different beliefs, so many different values and a lot of times we are walking believing things and being in agreement with things that aren't even biblical that aren't even of God that are ways that we shouldn't be believing they're ways that we shouldn't be practicing they're ways that just aren't the best for us as life goes on we we encounter so many different people so many different teachers in school or maybe friend groups they're people that influence us and a lot of times they pass on to us mindsets or beliefs that we get into agreement with and a lot of times they're not from god they were taught to us but they don't come from him but when you become of one mind when you become of agreement with the word, the word of God, you are in agreement with God. You are in agreement with him, with his will, with his ways, which again, don't forget his ways are so much greater than ours. His ways are so much higher than ours and they're the best for us. They're truly, truly the best for our lives. So how can we as believers be of one mind? To be of one mind, we need to know his word. We need to study it praying to know more of him. We have the Holy Spirit as our helper here on earth. We have the Holy Spirit within us as believers. He is a gift from God that God gave us. The day we accepted Christ, the Holy Spirit comes into us and he lives within us. Our body is his temple. He dwells within us and he is our helper. John 26, 14 says, But the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance 
all that I have said to you. The Holy Spirit is our helper, our teacher, our guide, and he lives within us. So when we're struggling to follow God or to understand his word or to understand his ways, pray, ask the Holy Spirit. He lives within you. Ask him, teach me, guide me, speak to me, allow me to be sensitive to your voice. Allow me to not be so prideful that all I want to hear is my own voice. Allow me to get rid of myself, get rid of my own ways to be able to hear your voice, Holy Spirit. Don't forget, guys, he's part of the Trinity. He is God. The Holy Spirit is God. He is the Spirit of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. One God, right? So that's the God we believe in. John 3.30 says, He must increase, but I must decrease. And like I said, the only way we can do that is by praying for help. We have been given the Holy Spirit for a purpose, and that is help. God knew that us humans are flawed. We're, we're weak. We want our own way. We want our own will. The ways of the world are so attractive to us. They, they seem so great. He knew we would have troubles in this life, and this is why we have the Holy Spirit. He is our helper, and He is God. So don't forget about the Holy Spirit, guys. Like, rely on Him. Pray to Him. Ask Him for help. He's literally with you every single day, morning and night. Wherever you go, He's there too. When you wake up, He's there. When you go to sleep, He's there. He never, ever leaves you. The Holy Spirit does not leave a true believer, ever. It is possible to quench the Holy Spirit and to make Him sad. It is possible to sadden Him. But that's another topic I'll probably go over in another podcast. So why is it important to be of one mind? Why does this even matter at all? I'm sure that's a question that a lot of us have. Like, why does this matter? Why does this matter when I want to do my own thing? I want to think the way I want to think. I want to believe what I want to believe. Why is it important? Is it even important? It is important. And I'm explaining to you why it is important to be of one mind. To be of one mind with what? God to be of one mind with believers and I and I mean true believers because we all know that there's believers and then there's true believers which is sad that we have to say nowadays a true believer it's it's sad that we can't just say a believer because a lot of times people who claim to love God aren't truly believing in him or truly walking in his ways or truly producing fruit of the spirit and that's also another topic that I will eventually go over in a podcast but okay so yes to be of one mind with God and believers true believers your brothers and sisters the church and guys when I say the church I don't mean a building I mean us we are the church we are his bride we are the church believers make up the church I mean the church worldwide globally so to be of one mind with God and true believers so why is that important? What importance does that hold? And again, is it even important? John 1, 1 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. And the Word was God. That line right there is so crucial. It is so important to know that the Word was God. John 1, 14 says, The Word became flesh and dwelt among us. You guys know... Jesus became flesh. He's God, and he came down to earth in the flesh as a baby, as a human being God incarnate. So this is why it is important to be of one mind with the word. 
The word is God, guys. He is his word. If we don't like what his word says, if we don't like or agree with the word, we don't agree with God. We don't love Jesus. If you claim to love Jesus, but you don't love who he is, then maybe you're loving another version of Jesus. Maybe he's, your, your version of Jesus is not truly who he is, and that's a hard pill to swallow, but it is such an important thing. It is crucial to know him, the true God. Your version of Jesus has to be aligned with the biblical version of Jesus. As we just read, that is exactly who he is. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. And the reason why I wanted to go over this is because I see so many believers believing in a Jesus that is not really who he is. And that's scary. It's, it's scary to be following a Jesus that is not the biblical Jesus. It's not who the Bible teaches him to be or to be following ways that are not his ways and to say we believe in him but not really believe his will to not really believe what he stands for to not really believe his ways and like i said guys at the beginning of this podcast his ways are good his ways are so much higher than ours i know we get caught up in the things of this world and influences and there's so many voices nowadays speaking into our lives there's so much to follow but those things aren't good in the end as believers we are called to follow him matthew 16 24 says then jesus told his disciples if anyone would come after me let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Following him is not easy, especially being in our flesh, our our human flesh, because our flesh wants the ways of the world, our flesh wants sinful things. So guys, following Jesus is not easy. This is why it's not a popular thing to follow him, but it is so worth it. I am telling you, as someone who has been following him for a long time, it is peace, it is joy it is love it is beautiful to follow him even through the hard times even through having to say no you get to say yes to things that are good for you you might say no to things that you want to things that look so appealing in that moment but saying no to that is saying yes to god it is saying yes to his goodness his ways his plan for you who wants to deny themselves no one none of us want to deny ourselves none of us want to carry our cross none of us want to deny ourselves or deny our pleasures deny what we want none of us want to take up our cross and carry it and and follow him if you guys don't know jesus carried that cross that he was crucified on he carried that cross to be crucified and guys that cost him it cost him it was a huge price to pay it cost him to save us it really did cost him everything to save us it cost him his life but glory to god he rose again and he is alive he did not stay dead and through him we have salvation but my point here is that it's gonna cost you to follow christ it's not an easy thing for us humans flawed sinful humans to do it's hard but like i said guys it is worth it it is worth everything it is such a gift to know the creator of all it is the greatest honor like to think that us 
flawed humans with our bad thoughts, with our bad desires, we can know the holy God, the one true God, and know him in a personal way, the way you would know a friend. He shares himself with us. It is the greatest honor. I'm sure many of you know, a lot of people pray to the universe. A lot of people believe in the universe, but how much greater is it to know the creator, the creator of the universe? He created it all. Like imagine that power guys. Like I think sometimes we forget how powerful God is and we kind of substitute him for things that seem powerful but don't even compare don't even come close aren't the truth for example the universe but to follow him to know him to to have him in our life is everything john 14 6 says jesus answered i am the way and the truth and the life no one comes to the father except through me he is the way. Jesus is the way and he is the truth. I would say most of us are searching for truth. Most of us are looking to follow something, looking for something to believe in. And why follow something that isn't true? Why follow something that isn't the way? Why follow something that isn't life? I am the way, the truth, and the life. He is eternal life. He, he gives us eternal life, but he is also life here on earth. He is joy. He is peace. He is love, righteousness, goodness. All of that is life-giving. I don't know about you guys, but when I have made my own decisions, it brings not death, like eternal death, but I mean death in the sense that it brings anxiety, it brings worry, it brings internal turmoil, it brings shame, it brings guilt, it brings death. And again, I'm not talking about eternal death, but I'm talking about death in this life. Why live in a way that's that's not life-giving and our own decisions our own ways bring about all these bad things that were never even supposed to be in our life if we had followed his way if we had followed him all the bad stuff that we have in our lives wouldn't be here again that's not to say that we'll never go through bad things we live in a broken and fallen world and and life just happens sometimes but but again even through the hard times even through the trials we have God, we have the most powerful, loving, good God. He's a good God, guys, and he wants to bless you. It is a blessing to live in him. As hard as it is at times, it is such a blessing. And let me tell you, the more you live in him, the easier it gets. It gets easier to not want the things of the world. You fall in love with who God is and you fall in love with his ways. They're good, righteous ways. They're, they're sound. Just never forget, guys, that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to the Father except through Him. Matthew 7, 13 through 14 says, Enter through the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction. And many enter through it, but small is the gate and narrow is the road that leads to life and only a few find it. I don't know if you guys caught that, but it says small is the gate and narrow, only a few find it. The road that leads to life. The rest, guys, leads to destruction, whether that's eternal destruction and never believing in Christ or believing in him and still living in sin 
and having destruction here on earth and never really living in life. It is hard to follow God, to follow his way, but it's also hard to stay in sin. It brings about destruction. It brings anxiety. It brings shame. It brings corruption. There's a lot that sin brings, a lot of ugliness that we would never have to go through if we just followed him. And like I said, some things may be hard at first, but it gets so much easier because your desires begin to change. The Holy Spirit works in your life and he begins to change your desires, the things that you want. Again, he is our helper. He helps us. We don't go through this walk alone. We have the Holy Spirit living literally within us. And that is so powerful. I think sometimes we forget the power in that. To have the Spirit of the living God dwell inside of us, it is amazing and a gift that we forget about. We honestly do forget that we have the Holy Spirit to rely on. We can call out to him any second of the day. He is there. So if there's anything ever that you guys are struggling with, call out to the Holy Spirit. He is within you. Tell him, help me, strengthen me, guide me, speak to me, teach me. Whenever you open up the Bible, ask him, reveal yourself to me. Teach me more about who you are, Lord. And as Jesus said in John 14, 26, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all the things that I have said to you. So the Holy Spirit is a constant guide, a constant helper, a constant strength in the life of a believer. He is there for you. He will strengthen you. So it's not scary to follow God. Um, I don't ever want it to seem that way where it's like, oh my gosh, I have to give up everything I about me. I have to, I have to give up everything I like. No, that is not what it is. It is giving up the things that aren't good for you, the things that aren't that aren't bringing life, that aren't bringing you closer to him. It's giving up all those things and guys, and giving those things up, you will gain so much more. I promise you, you will gain good things. Jeremiah 29:11, guys, this is why I mentioned that verse at the beginning of the podcast because I knew that it might seem like, oh no, I don't want to follow God. I don't want to give up my old ways. I don't want to give up my lifestyle. And that is why I said, Jeremiah 29, 11, for the plans that I have for you are plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Are plans to give you hope and a future. God is good. I think the enemy many times will try to come into our head and tell us, that in following God, we're going to lose all the great things in life. We're not going to have any more fun. We're going to lose all the good stuff that we want in life. I don't want to follow God because I don't want to lose my fun. I don't want to lose everything I want for myself. But you will gain a whole new perspective. You will gain new desires. And you will have so much joy, so much joy in him and joy in abundance. It's not going to be like temporary joy. It's going to be eternal joy. Guys, when I go through trials, when I go through hard times, I have so much joy in my heart. It is a joy that he brings me by him being in my life. And by knowing that I'm doing his will, I have so much joy. And it's a true joy, guys. It is like an internal deep joy and peace that only comes from him and we can't have that by following the ways of the world by living in sin by following our own way 
Yes, it is hard to follow God at times, but it is also hard to stay in sin. It is hard to be away from Him, and it is hard to know that there is a greater way and you're not walking in it. It is so hard to live, live without Him. So guys, I want to remind you, you gotta pick your hard. Everything in life is hard. Going to work is hard. Buying a house is hard. Buying a new car is hard. You gotta be in the dealership the whole day. Going to school is hard. Learning a new skill is hard. Everything in life is hard. You gotta pick which hard you're gonna go through. For example, going to the gym is hard, but staying the same is hard too. Eating clean is hard, but eating dead food is also hard because your mood's down all day. You don't have energy. What I'm trying to say is pick your heart. Everything in life is hard and everything has a cost. And to gain something, you have to lose something. And in this case, we have to lose ourselves. We must decrease so that he can increase. And don't forget, his ways are so much higher and greater than ours. His word is set in place to give us life, not to be a buzzkill, take away our fun. Guys, I'm telling you, you will have so much fun following God and getting to know him. You're going to see everything that he does in your life your prayers answered things happen out of nowhere that you're like what but yeah he did not set his word in place to be a buzzkill to be a party pooper to ruin our day to take away fun from us no on the contrary he did it to give us the most abundant joyful life i like using the example of a parent, right? A parent and their child. The little kid wants to go run down the street because it, he sees the big wide open street. And he wants to go play over there. There's so much more room over there, mom. I want to go take my scooter down there or whatever. I want to go rollerblade down there, go skateboard or just go play with his toy trucks. Whatever the case may be, the parent is telling him, no, it's dangerous. You can't go in the middle of the street. You could get run over by a car. You can get kidnapped, whatever. And the kid's stubborn, the kid's crying, no, I want to, I want to. The kid runs down there, he trips, he falls, he, he cuts his knee open. What I'm trying to say is, when God tells us no to something, it's because he's trying to say yes to something so much greater that we don't see for, for ourselves. Little kids don't see the dangers that adults do, right? So that little child running down the street is not going to see the dangers that the parent is seeing. And it's the same with us. We can only see so much of what we want and what it brings for our life. We think it's going to have a certain outcome. We really don't know. The reason God tells us to do things a certain way is truly for our best life. I know it's a big thing to say living my best life. Go live your best life. You guys want to live your best life. Jesus is the way. He's the truth and the life. I don't know how much clearer that can be, but it is a beautiful thing to follow Christ and to know him and to abide in him. He loves us so much and wants the absolute best for us, which is literally why he sent his son to die for us. That is why Jesus died for us is to have life. So I'm going to go ahead and end the podcast with these two verses. Um, first one being Proverbs 14, 12, which says, There is a way that seems right to man but its end is the way to death. And second verse is John 10, 10, which says the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. You guys want abundant life, abundant joy, abundant peace? 
Jesus is the answer. He is the way. There is a way that seems right to man, but the end is death. And what is it that happens in our lives when we follow the ways of sin or the ways of the world? The, the ways that the enemy sometimes tells us to go follow, you know, the enemy can get into our head and, and tell us, go do this or your flesh, you know, your, your own way is also sinful. The, the flesh is sinful, we're human, but Jesus came that we may have life and have it abundantly. What a blessing and what a hope we have in him. So much hope in Jesus in our daily lives through him. There is so much hope, guys, and so much goodness and joy and love and peace. All the fruits of the spirit, patience, kindness. It is beautiful. But yeah, guys, that is it for today's podcast. Thank you so much for joining and for listening, tuning in, for being a part of of One Mind podcast. I am so excited to see what God does through this podcast. He is so good and I know he is going to bless your lives through the hearing of the word and the teaching of the word. I want to encourage you to also just read the word on your own time and really seek him out, seek his will for your life. Who is he? The best way to get to know him is through his word. So again, thank you so much for tuning in today. I pray that this podcast blessed you and I pray that future episodes will continue to bless you. Stay tuned for next one. These podcasts will be uploaded every Thursday and will be available on Spotify podcasts and Apple podcasts. So that is it. I will talk to you guys in the next podcast. Bye.